This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. Welcome back for episode seven, or episode six, of WandaVision! WandaVision! We are breaking the fourth wall, according to this episode. And yeah. I, I, we can't really do it so much here. We're talking already directly to you. Yeah, there's, so there's is... no wall to break here. Or is there? Ooh. There's a mystery afoot, and we're finally going to get some answers to said mystery. Not our finally. mystery. Our mystery is going to last for forever. The mystery of the show <laughs> WandaVision! What did you think of this one? That was a good episode. That was a, was really, a really good, good episode. episode. Not a long episode. No. No, I thought we were going to start getting hours, but no, not we're, yet. We're still uh, casual 35-ish. I'm giving an ish to all these episodes. Ish, yeah. Because there's like seven minutes of credits. Right. Ish. Seven-ish. You want to quickly go through this thing and then get right into the- Yeah, let's do that. The chat of it all? Let's do that. All right. We're in the 2000s. We are. We've arrived. We might even be 2010s. We're getting awfully close to that if yeah. we're not there, but- this is kind of an office, modern family, slightly Parks and Rec, possibly even a little Arrested Development type yeah. theme to it. Yeah. Especially in the theme music. Oh, big time. It's very, very office, then modern family. Yeah. And then it kind of keeps the modern family theme alive with the whole house and talking directly to the camera. Right. That interview style, because Wanda is talking directly to us. She is breaking said fourth wall. Doing hey, the old- How about that? Mockumentary style. Exactly. Love it. Wanda wants a Wanda day. I feel like after the last few days she's had, she's earned it. She has earned it. She had a rough night, she said, and that was Halloween, presumably. Right. She wakes up, she's still in her costume, which That's right. we all love. So I guess this is November 1st. Or it's not. Or it's not, because time really <laughs> doesn't matter in this show. The kids are saying everything's all screwy yeah. throughout the house. Things are changing. They're playing their video games. And it's changing. It's changing controllers. You get a GameCube controller, then it switches to an Atari joystick. Yeah, and, and then it's Uno cards. And then it's Uno cards, and eventually it'll become a Wii controller. So when are we? Who the hell knows? Nope, nobody knows. So within the hex, everything's acting all funny. Yeah. Outside the hex, we get to see Hayward, Mr. Sword himself. He's doing the thing, acting director. He is, and he said something really interesting, because his assistant lady says, like, oh, I'm, aren't you glad this thing stopped? She says, I'm glad it stopped, which made me go, hey, who are you? Oh, uh, that I, was, I took it as him uh, being sarcastic, like, yeah, glad it stopped. As in, I like, didn't. Didn't like that it was growing no, in the first place. No, no, no. I, I took it as, who are you? I didn't. Granted, I'm the one who's just throwing out theories left and right here because- Yeah, sure. Someone has to. I've got one for you later. Don't worry. I, you keep telling me that already. Hey, I you're gave very you, excited I gave you it. Spider-Man last week, which wasn't a good one, but it was one. It was one. It still <laughs> might be something. Who knows? We don't know. We still don't because know. Because that has not been answered yet. That's true. Sword says- Glad to stop growing. We launched today. Sort out for the episode. That's yeah, it. That That's all it. we know is that they're launching something. Sometime today. We have no idea. Vision going to wake up. Yep. So he's okay. He is okay. He's I was healed. worried that he was going to have to have his mind rewiped or whatever. But Right. Well, instead he's at the circus. And I mean, what a way to wake up. I know. I'd be so confused like he was. Yeah. Great acting, Paul Bettany. <laughs> Paul Bettany crushes it in this episode. He's doing such a weird... Phil Dunphy, Jim Halpert combination. Absolutely. It's so strange. He pulls it off, though, really, really well. Really well. He's going to find Darcy Lewis. 
Yeah. Who is now an escape artist because she got handcuffed to a truck last episode. And now she's chained up and I guess it fits the mold. Yeah. Or it, it works the for the circus theme. She's in it. She's an extra now. She's in the show. She has yeah. no clue what's going on. We cut back on into the hex. The kids start asking about Uncle P, Pietro. Yeah. Mom, what was that about? And she's like, that was not your Uncle Pietro. More questions. Yeah. Damn it. Well, who was it? Well, you think, as your mom, I'm supposed to have all these answers. Well, I don't. I don't. I have no idea no what's answers. going on here. Just like everybody else. Exactly. Agnes is going to show up, and I love how Wanda just doesn't even get up, and she makes even a show of like, I'm not going to get up. Yeah, she just, <laughs> just magics, magics open. open the door. Exactly. Agnes is going to take the kids. Yep. She wants to give Wanda a Wanda day. I'll take them off your hands. And she's like, yes, please. Yeah. Take they're them. They're out. She's going to eat some cereal, watch some TV. Some TV. Not a bad day. No. I say so myself. I would sit down and eat some sugar snaps. Don't do that, Brian. I'm sorry. That's what they were called. I know, but- Just an interesting half choice. Half the things disappear when snaps happen, and come on, man. We just got everything back. Fair. After that, Vision's going to wake up, Darcy. Right. By doing the old temple touchy thing. That's right. Temple touch. And she's like, ah, damn it. I got got. I wanted to be in the show, but that sucked. Yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah. So we know that it, it was hurting her. It was. She was out of it when she came out, too, for like a second. Just like, shit, man. Yeah. That sucked. They're going to steal a funnel cake truck, which is awesome. That her is vision, awesome. And they're going to drive on off out of the circus, and they're going to try to go back to the house. Yeah. We finally get to catch up with Jimmy and Monica. Right. They're outside. They're meeting up with this mystery person. Yeah. Ooh. Been hyped so much. By who? By us? Probably by us. <laughs> by the internet. The internet has been super hype about whoever this is. Guess who this person is? Almost no one. Almost no. It's, we uh, don't know. No, we don't. We. It's like a Captain Goodman or a Major Goodman, or I think that's her name. I don't even know. Yeah. It's an army or sword lady who is kind of either. Yeah. I think she's army. Yeah. I think she might be. Everything is sword, though, that she yeah, pulls but out I of think, her bag of tricks. I, but because sword is under Hayward's control, I don't know that she would have gone to sword people or just people she knew from sword. Uh, well, she makes a show of it also by saying, like, oh, I'm so happy you're loyal. And she says, I mean, we're not the only ones who are loyal. Like, she's talking okay. about her mom and all that stuff to sword. Yeah. So she might have found, like, defectors. That's true. That's a good, yeah. I mean, there were Hydra agents within S.H.I.E.L.D., so I guess that checks out. Yeah. Back at Wanda's house, everything is is being wonky and temporal shifting, kind of like, oh, one minute her milk is almond milk, and then all of a sudden it's just regular whole fat milk, and then it's in a glass bottle, and things are things are weird. Everything's... I really like the wallpaper crawl. Uh, the wallpaper the wall. crawl it's was so cool. Like, you got to imagine that when you're creating this, this is the part of the show that you get really excited for. Oh, yeah. Because you actually get to be creative and changing certain things to make it we get to shift still look cool. And, it's yeah. great. So she does her little talking head interview, talking about how, like, I don't know what's going on. I can't control it. And they, somebody behind the camera says, do you think you're getting what you deserve? And she's like, you're not supposed to talk. I love that so much. Yeah, it's so good. And then we immediately cut to commercial. We do, but it's so jarring in the office whenever you hear, like, in a talking head. Yeah. The director ask a question or throw a question in, and like the person who's doing the talking head look at the camera looks to the director, and it's like, you just got taken right out of the scene. Yeah, yeah. And I love that they did it here. It was so good. I love it. Note, male voice. Okay. Noted? Just something to note. Okay. We get a commercial for an antidepressant called Nexus. We're bringing Dark World back into it. Hooray! Nexus is a loaded word when it comes to Marvel. Yes, it is. So... Who knows where that's going to go? It could go anywhere, but it's talking about depression and curing anxiety and yeah. you name the gamut. And of when things. your reality isn't quite the reality you expected it to be. 
this is the most Favreau one we've had. <laughs> <laughs> there is so little subtlety. Yeah. Good on your show. Just giving it up. It broke the fourth wall when you think about it in terms of subtlety. Yeah. The of fourth, just like, we're fifth, done. Who knows? We're completely done. So Maria tries to go into the hex from outside. She gets in her big old sword, Mars Rover. That's exactly what it is. And she drives it through the hex, but it doesn't quite make it. And it doesn't starts, make it at all. It <laughs> starts shifting while she's in it. Right. She has to jump out of it. It's crazy because you have Army Sword Lady who says, like, no, nah, she's going to just go right she's through it. This is the strongest right thing we got. Yeah. It's going to be great. She does not cruise right through No. She's met with severe force. Right. And she has to abandon ship. Right. And then in her head, she goes, well, the strongest rover that we have didn't make it through. So me, a human person, surely can do this. Yeah, she's been in there twice. Why not? Go Why for it. Why not? So she starts running in and she does the whole forcing her way through the, the force field. Is that why they call it a force field? Possibly. It's thicker than I thought. That's it what she is. said. If we want to bring that <laughs> time period in. The office. You did it. I did it. You tied it all together. I'm going to give you. Oh, you looked right at me. The, the, the helper look. Yeah. Vision helper. And she makes it through. She makes it through. And now she's got different colored eyes and she sees everything in like a whole, I don't know, spectrum of colors. It's either that or, I don't know, photon pun. There. There. Some kind of. I don't know what she is, but Monica she's Rambo. one of the two because she is so interesting Here's the thing. in comics. It might be more than that because she's had like eight different names in the comics. I know of three between Spectrum, Photon, Captain Marvel. Yeah, she's also been like Scepter and and uh, others. Got it. And others. <laughs> I don't know what she is. She's got powers. She has powers of some sort. She can see funky vision. That's right. She's got funky vision. There's your spinoff. <laughs> Smart move by Foggy, really, when you think about it. Built it right in the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like music by Herbie Hancock. All right, here we go. <laughs> So Agnes is watching the boys, and they're watching TV, and Billy is is petting Senior Scratchy. The rabbit's back! The rabbit's back. We have Scr- Mr. Scratch is back. How about that? And he says to Agnes, I like it here. It's quiet. You're quiet on the inside. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, boy. That was like a, I was immediately like, oh, are we going to get it? Are we going to get it this episode? I feel like at that moment, you knew we were going to get it. Yeah. It's one of the biggest payoffs that there is for this show, and I'm happy they didn't save it. I agree. I also think there's a reason that they didn't save it. We're going to get there. We are definitely shortly, I think. Darcy drops a whole bunch of exposition on Vision, saying, like, here's what happened and why you can't remember anything. You're dead. Right. Let me tell you about the Infinity Saga really quickly in my Darcy Lewis way. Right. And I have never wanted to have a conversation between her and Michael Pena more. Oh my God, yes. Like, that's the dream. It's funny, because like the internet forever has been like, we want Michael Pena doing the entire Infinity Saga, and I think I like the Darcy version better. <laughs> I could imagine her like just saying, it's like, yeah, and then Thanos came down, obvi bad. <laughs> and he was like, oh, snap. <laughs> Literally, oh, snap. And everyone died. Well, half. <laughs> I love it so much. She's a treat. She's amazing. The whole time they're trying to get back to Wanda's house or Vision's house, I guess, since he's the one in the car. Right. Wanda and Vision's house. They're trying to get back home. Right. But they keep getting met by roadblocks. Literal roadblocks. Literal roadblocks. In the same intersection. Wanda is Truman showing Vision. Yes. It seems that it could be it Wanda. It could be Wanda. It. It's possible. 
Wanda even says, like, I don't know what your dad is to the kids. Like, if he doesn't want to be here, he doesn't want to be here. Right. What are you going to do? I can't force him to be here if he doesn't want to be right. here. Right. Interesting choice of words. Yeah. And then we have Monica finally reaching Wanda's house. We're going to get a standoff, a confrontation An of sorts. An actual confrontation. She walks in, and, and Wanda's immediately like, what are you doing here? How did you get here? Go away. I really like how Wanda sees Monica. And it's like they clearly have that history because obviously Monica delivered her kids. Right. When you think about it. Oh, yeah. But I like how that is almost meaningless to Wanda. Yeah. Like everything that happened before. And Monica's saying, like, I'm not lying to you. Right. Right. It wasn't me. And if I am, it's the lines that you're feeding me to lie to you, which is interesting. Ooh. I like that she's like, hey, kill me. Because. Wanda doesn't have a good history with people telling her to kill them. No, she does not. <laughs> In fact, it's a bad history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good way to call somebody out, I guess. One specific person, mostly. It's a very good way to call out Wanda. That's right. Agnes sees this commotion happening, and she immediately walks over and says, Hey, why don't you leave Wanda alone? She had a rough couple days. So you're immediately like, oh, Agnes, Agnes, Agnes. Yeah, the uh, charade might be up. It feels like it's up. It feels like it's run its course. She brings Wanda back to her place, and Wanda's like, hey, where are the kids? Right away, my ears are like so perked up. Yeah. If you want to do puppy stuff there. <laughs> and I'm going, are they done? Is this the end of the kids? Ah, I, I can't imagine it is. I don't know, because Agnes is in the kitchen at this point, yeah. getting something out of the fridge, I think it is. And she goes, oh, I think they're playing down in the basement. And then Agnes just goes off frame. Yeah. And Wanda's like, all right, guess I'll go check the basement. basement. Let's do it. Wanda opens the door to the basement, and there are weird vines growing out. She walks down through like a corridor into this just really creepy You're, you're saying the weird dungeon. vines, and not so much the very medieval stonework going on around the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that, these too. pillars coming down, these magical artifacts all over the place. One in particular that, that made me go, hmm. Did you just do a goatee? rub there for a reason because no. that's what it looked like no it was not a goatee rub for a reason the book looked a little strange the the book the book we will get there friend <laughs> so Wanda's in the basement and Agnes walks in she says alright I guess I'm gonna tell you everything now right she pretty much goes remember the 2000s boom goes the dynamite I'm Agatha Harkness yup nice to meet you that was the line that got me oh yeah because I would have thought that they would have known each other. You know, two magical beings just hanging out as neighbors. You would think? Nope. And yet, here we are. And then we get an insanely catchy jingle of Agatha all along. And it's just showing her throughout the series, different time periods, just doing screwy things to Wanda that we saw. Yeah. And we assumed it was Wanda doing it. Wanda kind of losing her mind a little bit more. Agatha all along. Agatha, Agatha all Harkness along. is here. Doing her little magic. Her magic is purple. It is purple. So that's it's different. Fun. Just by a little bit. But there you have it. Yeah. Agatha all along. Agatha all along. Glad I called one thing right. Because, <laughs> you know, that aim thing. We got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to get one, right? Even a right. broken clock. It was early enough. I think I got that one. Yeah. Not even that it was just Agatha, that it was Agatha doing, doing it. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I still don't. I'm not convinced. I am. I'm not. And I'll tell you why shortly. Okay. First, we have a post credit scene to talk about. So me and Brian watch all these episodes together and then dive right onto the mics right after. This is the first time Brian said, credits look a little funny. 
And I went, how the hell would you know we've never watched them? Because we always fast forward to see if there's a post-credit scene. And he goes, no, they're a little funny. And then all of a sudden he goes, okay, there's the flower. We can fast forward. And as we do it, we see a post-credit scene. Yep. And we're like, what the <laughs> hell show? You want me to trust you for six straight episodes that you're not going to do this in the seventh episode? You're like, hey, guys, fuck you. Here's your post-credit scene you've been waiting for for forever. Remember that we're Marvel? <laughs> That's right. Here it is. We just remembered, too. I think this is the transition from from TV series into Marvel property. It's is- possible because even throughout this episode, whenever you're outside of the hex, it goes more cinematic mm-hmm. where, let's just call it, the letterboxing happens yeah. for the most part. Your aspect ratio. Exactly. And then when you go to TV, it widens. Yeah. And I think that they are starting the transition back into, you know, yeah. their safety net. Back into the, the what proper they know MCU. How to do. Right. But the post-credit scene, Monica is investigating- Around Agatha's house. She's like, why'd you bring her over here? This right. is weird. This is where we learn that witches drive Volvos. I mean, I More importantly. Knew. You have an inkling in the back of your head, but it's like to see the confirmation, you're like, all right, what have I been doing like this whole time? It's like I it's knew, like, but you I know, didn't know. It's like, you know, whenever you like end a show on Netflix or something like that, after you're watching like, oh man, I just watched all six or seven seasons of Breaking Bad and it's over now. It's like, I know witches do drive Volvos. <laughs> now what? <laughs> where, now what do I do, where do I life? go from here? This is just weird. A show hole, that one commercial called it. Yes, a show hole, exactly. I got a car hole now. Real empty feeling. She opens the bulkhead to the basement. (laughs) (laughs) And she sees these medieval stones and the vines growing out. And it looks like she's about to go down there when who else would show up but Pietro. Right. Quote Pietro, unquote, and say, hey, Snooper's going to snoop. I love it. And then we cut. And that is episode seven of WandaVision, Breaking the Fourth Wall. This one's incredibly good. It's Again, very good. I yeah, say. yeah. Have they missed yet? I don't know. I don't think so. I think the closest they've gotten to a miss is probably the first episode, and I get it. Yeah, it's just because of the format, right? They're sticking to such a traditional style of what it's supposed to be that it's tricky to do. Really, it's very tricky, and I think a lot of the issue they ran into with the first one was people didn't know what to expect yet. Right, and when they set it up, nothing happened. People were like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, but Matt Shackman is just crushing it absolutely episode crushing after it. episode and when you think about a guy who i'm not going to say is a mastery of all these different styles of television but it's like you got the right team together for sure oh, to pull 100 wasn't dick van dyke yeah a consulting producer yeah he was consulting on stuff? On, i think the first two episodes yeah, that to me just blows my mind they're putting the right people together and then matt shackman is just constantly putting this thing over the goal line yeah he's like a vulture in fantasy football where everyone else is doing all the heavy lifting and he's just bam I got this. Got it. You, I, I know what to do. Nailed it. Perfect score here. <laughs> Every time. Six points fantasy. Done. I actually read an interview that Dick Van Dyke had to be told what the MCU was. Like, they had to explain to him, like, like, they're interconnected superhero movies. It's like, oh, well, how's that working out? And they're like, well, it was the best-selling movie of all time. Disney Plus keeps putting out all these bullshit documentaries on Marvel. They're like, unmasked. Yeah. And it's just basically like, I don't know, a mask coming off. It's Robert Downey Jr. Like, that's the episode. Or whatever it is. They put out the the Legends one. or Is that what it was? Yeah, Legends. Where it's just like the quick thing of It's just like, here's Wanda where the character's been. And Vision, it's just a quick catch-up. Yeah. I would love to see the person explain to Dick Van Dyke what the MCU is. That should be a documentary. That should. Well, they did just announce that they're going to be doing Assembled, which is going to be a show about the behind-the-scenes of WandaVision. Which is so. great. Well, they're going to be doing a bunch of Assembled, it right. sounds like. Right, So This one in particular, yeah. obviously. I would love to see that. It'd just be interesting Dick Van Dyke part of it. Trying to understand. They bring in Michael Pena. Beautiful. (laughs) Tell Dick Van Dyke what the MCU is. To quote Hawkeye, 
don't give me hope. <laughs> I I want to hear your theory so badly. All right. Like I, I can't hold back anymore because right. you've been teasing me about this since before we hit record. We've been very, very Mephisto heavy for a few weeks here. Yes. I don't think Evan Peters is Mephisto. I don't, I don't think Mephisto is part of this. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, what do you think Evan Peters is? Cathan. Abba? He is. <laughs> Cathan is one of the ancient evil demons of the Marvel Universe. He wrote down all of his spells into a book called The Darkhold. Yes, he did. And The Darkhold is a big part of like, like if, if Kevin Feige wanted to say, hey, let's go to the mystical side of the MCU and do things like werewolves and Ghost Rider, you would probably want to have The Darkhold somewhere in the MCU. It would make sense. And that kind of does make sense with the direction that they're going with the Multiverse of Madness and how you see Doctor Strange. And they said it's going to be a proper horror movie. And Moon Knight. And Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and here's the thing about Cathan. One of the times he made his appearance in the comics, he was disguised as Quicksilver. All right. You are on to something. It feels like I might be. It feels like you might be. I'm not ruling out Mephisto. I mean, I, it's impossible to rule him out at this point. But I'm not saying Mephisto is the big bad. I think okay. Agatha Harkness is the big bad of this series. I don't know. Thanos was not the big bad until he was. That's he true. He was the overarching big bad behind the scenes of the entire Infinity Saga until it obviously came to a head yeah. with Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. But he was always there. That's true. I think Mephisto might be this phase's Thanos. I could see that. Where I think it fits the tone for all the movies that have been announced. Yeah. I think that that's the direction we're going in. I don't think Mephisto is going to be that giant of a part of this series because that would kind of at this point with two episodes to go yeah that would be a bit of a cop-out i don't know i don't know because you still have two hours left you do but you also we also thought we had three hours left that's true but the runtime on the earlier episodes were all kind of inching up so they were all inching up i do think agatha now is the big bad and i do think that she is trying to get wanda's powers i see i disagree what do you think she's trying to do to wanda I think she is being, she's a patsy right now. I think that because Wanda is susceptible to any explanation, that whoever is really in control is like, all right, we're going to make Agnes say it's all her. Because traditionally in the comics, Agnes has always been an ally to Wanda, even when the two of them aren't the best of people. They're Mm, still- Kind of on the back burner allies. And that's what they've showed already. Yeah. Because she is protecting Wanda from Monica. That's true. I don't know. I think I think whatever Evan Peters' character is 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 the real big bad, and it could be Cathan. I think it still could be Mephisto. It still could be, but at the same time, Snooper's going to snoop. S- Snooper's going to snoop. Is that him threatening Monica, or is that him joining on the snoop? I think it's him threatening her. Okay, Personally. I took it a bit more open ended. The yeah. threat was the first thing I thought of, though, for sure. Yeah, but I did uh, feel like it was a little open ended. Yeah. Of like, are you joining? Are you someone else? Like an alternate realities Quicksilver? It's possible, not likely, because she can't bring people back from the dead. And there is a moment a few episodes back where Agnes at the time even said that we should, it's going to get confusing. Let's just call her Agatha or Agnes or just interchange and who gives a damn? Yeah, sure. She's told the kids like your mom could do anything. And she seemed genuinely surprised that Pietro was there. And that's another reason because- even though they might have been also having a picnic on the front lawn, for all I know, because of the shot of Agatha, was it? Yeah, Agatha was using oh. her purple magic to have Pietro at the door in the scene at the end of the episode. She was controlling him. Yeah. So 
if she's able to control him, he's not Mephisto. Well, that's the thing. That, that's why I think. Yeah, yeah. He's the one pulling the strings, and right now he's like, Agatha's going to take the heat for a hot second. Who the hell is Pietro? That's a great question. Who would let themselves be controlled? Or is he nothing? That's the whole thing. He, he could, could be, be nothing. Nothing. He could be nothing. He, he could, could be, be a random character from the town, as you said. Yeah. It's possible. It, he could be Feige going, this will fuck with people's head. Let's cast Evan Peters. And let's do a kick-ass joke in there and just really throw him off the scent. Who knows? No, I don't know that he was actually being... The Agatha all along thing was a produced... Like, it was, it was a song. It was a theme song. It was very produced. Like very. It was, it was being shown to somebody like, this is what's been happening. But I don't know that it's honest. So I, you see her controlling Pietro, but I don't know that that really happened that way. It's hard to say. Yeah. And who would be watching? Think about that also. If this is produced, we all know that right. everything that is produced is being shown to somebody, even though the transmission stopped now. Right. We have dead air outside but of someone the Someone is still watching. Because as we know, whoever is controlling what's going on in the hex is able to cut things out when it's necessary. Right. Who's watching? Who is this production for? That's a good question. That's where I'm leaving my theory. Who is this production for? I like that. Yeah. Who is it for? And I have no clue. Not. A, I don't have an answer. And for also, you. where are we going next now? Right. What time period are we going to? Be, or does it matter anymore? I don't because think we're caught up. We're caught up. We we did all of the the decades. We are live now. Now that we're caught up, I get the impression that the title of this episode, Breaking the Fourth Wall, is a permanent thing. Now that Agatha Harkness has introduced herself, I don't think we're going back to the sitcom style. We're done. I think so. That's really interesting. I think you're right. I'm really, really happy they didn't use the talking heads as like a way to get into Wanda like emotionally or anything like that. Yeah. Which I think is very good, because obviously, during a talking head, that's kind of the end goal, is to experience the emotion outside the character. Right. Like, that you see performing they get their one-on-one time where they're connecting with the audience itself it's the easy way to do an inner monologue she's not connecting with the audience because no. she's just saying I-, I don't know i don't know i'm fine yeah i'm, I'm fine. fine i'm fine <laughs> but she's not she's saying things we already know right so it's not connecting right and the fact that we see agatha as the director sitting behind a camera yes. itself yes that was remember what i said male voice keep that in mind yeah and then it was agatha was it agatha that's a very good point I guess we're going to find out some more answers next week. Hopefully. we got two left. Yeah. You got anything else? That's it for me. I guess we're going to see you guys next week for episode eight of WandaVision. WandaVision. Who's been messing up everything? It's been Agatha all along. Who's been pulling every evil string? It's been Agatha all along. She's in. Sparky, too. <laughs>